Well, good day to you. This is Ronnie Allen coming to you from Omega Institute of Learning. And we're going to learn some stuff today in our studies together. And I'm delighted that you've joined us. By the way, uh, we're housed right here at Omega Church in San Antonio. If you'd like to know more about us, you can go to omegachurch.com and you can see the various things that we have going on here. And you can look at all the social uh, media platforms that we use to live stream our services. And we're excited that the that you're with me today. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. We're going to study and learn some things together. And I just want to say this before we get uh, started that... Uh, these thing, these times that I'm having with you, uh, they not only benefit, I trust that they're benefiting you, but they benefit me greatly. And we're learning together and I'm being reminded of some things and God is opening up my understanding even more as well because there is a wisdom of God hidden for this moment that maybe even previous generations haven't been, they've desired to look into, but they have not been able to see into. Uh, they may have had some hints, but you and I are having the actual reality of it, the truth of that, this time period unlocked to us. So I, I, I'm really excited about the learning process that I'm getting out of it at the same time. And I, I want to thank you for joining us today. And uh, if this is your first time here, we want to welcome you as well. And I trust that this will be a blessing to you. I want to pray and then I want to get right into today's teaching or I should say really study because we're both going to learn. So let's pray together. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for everyone that uh, is studying with us today. We thank you for opening the eyes of our understanding. Now, Father, I yield to your presence. Holy Spirit, give me clear thought and accurate words to convey understanding we give you the praise and thanksgiving right now. We're about to receive wisdom and faith for today in Jesus' name. Now, <clears throat> we've talked about this in many broadcasts and, and have mentioned this, that in 2 Timothy chapter 3, it says that in the last days there would be perilous times. And I emphasize that word perilous. And when we studied that word, it really means... A, times that are hard, hard to bear, hard to deal with, dangerous times, and, and uh, it, it's referred to really as times that are hard to stomach. And when we look at the things that are going on uh, to those of us that are believers on the Lord Jesus Christ, we look at the things that are going on in the society and they're hard to stomach. It looks like that all common sense is thrown out the window and there is no common sense anymore. But I got news for you. God is, uh, is uh, breaking down the spirit of ignorance and he's opening up to us revelation knowledge and understanding so that the body of Christ, the, the believer, uh, can uh, absolutely demonstrate that light to a, a dark world that's in darkness that doesn't know Jesus, doesn't really know him. There have been many people, by the way, that have had religious activity in a church and don't really know God, don't have a personal relationship with Jesus. They just go through religious activities and they count that as uh, their, their religious practice or their faith. And in reality, that is no different than if we served uh, 
some uh, 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 a heathen god. Let's just put it that way. I know that some, kind of sounds blunt, but at the same time, we don't want to get caught up like the Pharisees did that rejected, absolutely rejected the, the, the person of truth, Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. Uh, they, they, they rejected him, and truth was standing right there in front of them, but they loved their religious practice more than they loved a relationship with the Savior. And so, therefore, they weren't humble. They re rebelled against it. They were stubborn. They were proudful. And because of that, God tells us in the book of uh, Luke, and I want us to go there for a moment. In the book of Luke, Jesus is riding to Jerusalem on, on that donkey. And he goes there, and he stops there, and he looks at Jerusalem. And when he had come near, verse 41 of chapter uh, 19 in Luke, he says, and when he came near, he beheld the city and wept over it. Now, why did he weep over it? Because the truth was right there and they were ignoring, uh, possibly even rebelling against the truth because they embraced lies. And, and, and that's what the devil does. He's a deceiver and he uses, he's the father of lies. And so they, they, they thought their religious activity was the relationship. And they loved the religious activity more than they loved the, the, the actual Savior, okay? And he says uh, to them there in verse 42, saying, he was weeping and he was saying, if thou, had, hast, if hadest, if thou hast, hadest known, even thou, at least in this thy day, and I emphasize that, that phrase before, thy day. Well, what day? It's the day that they were living on earth and that truth was standing right there in front of them. He said, this thy day, that the things which belong unto thy peace, and that word peace doesn't just mean everything. It means where there's nothing missing, nothing broken. Spirit, soul, and body, prosperity, health. God, the truth was right there to bring peace, to bring, bring them where they could have a prosperous life. But now they are hid from thine eyes. Why are they hid from your eyes? He said, the truth was right there, and it's hid from you, right? And now it's, it's, it's going to be hid from you because you didn't embrace truth, all right? And let's jump down here. Uh, well, let's just go ahead and read verse 43. For the days shall come that thy enemies shall cast a trench around about thee and compass thee around and keep thee in, every, in on every side and uh, shall lay even thee even with, thy, with the ground and thy children within thee and they shall not leave in thee one stone upon another. In other words, they're going to destroy this city, Jerusalem, that he's looking over. They're going to destroy it. And he tells them why. Because thou knewest not the time of thy visitation. Now, I want to emphasize this to you because where we're going to go here uh, in, in through, throughout this study, there is a visitation, just like there was a visitation with Sodom and Gomorrah. God had heard what was going on in Sodom and Gomorrah, 
And he told Abraham, uh, he, he said, I have come down to investigate or visit Sodom and Gomorrah. And the word visitation here is the word investigate. Or I come down to see, I come down to visit this thing and find out everything that I've heard, how true it is. And, and that's the same thing he's saying here to Jerusalem. He said, you had truth standing in front of you and you rejected the truth. You embraced your religious activities, but you did not want to embrace a relationship with the Savior. And because of that, now truth is hid from you. And he said, all of these things are going to happen now because you didn't discern the day of, of visitation or investigation. Now, here's the part that I want to emphasize today. God comes down to every generation. He comes down and he investigates what's going on. Okay? God came down and investigated uh, what was going on when our founders founded America. He investigated. And they, they had the Bible now. Uh, where they could, the, the everyday man could read the Bible. And so they started reading the Bible and started investigating. And as God developed this nation, they started building the foundations of America upon the Word of God. Okay? And as they did start uh, doing that, God was investigating that. He was visiting that. And He visited that with His blessing. Okay? Now, let's go to our time. The time that we're living in right now is a day by which God is investigating our generation. He's investigating. He's coming down. Now, not just for America, but all over the, all over the planet. He's coming down, and He's looking, and He's investigating, and He's seeing what's going on, and as He does that, we have to make a choice. We're going to embrace the truth and run to the Savior and, and, and cling to our relationship with Him or we're going to absolutely do our own thing, maybe have a few religious practices in our lifestyle, but other than that, we don't have a relationship with Him. It's, it's, it's of the highest importance that we have a relationship with Him. Listen, God's not interested in you presenting yourself flawless in religious activity. What he's interested in is you having a relationship with him. He wants to be your teacher. Your, he wants to be your God. He's given you his spirit called the Holy Spirit. He's given you the written word of God. If you don't investigate that or you let the, the, uh, the busyness of the day or the desires of things entering in choke your relationship with God, it, it, then, then all of your religious activity is, is not profitable. It didn't do you any more good than is if you, if you wound up serving the devil. Why is that? Because he's interested in relationship. That's what this is all about. Truth is a person. <laughs> I want you to hear that. Truth is a person. And you want a relationship with the truth. Jesus is the tr way, the truth, and the life. 
He's the way to the truth, and he is the life. Okay? So he's the way to the truth and the life. Jesus is the truth. His word is the truth. Now, we have to embrace that relationship. And to do, when you embrace a relationship with truth, you have to be humble, teachable. That's what this is all about that we're doing right now. So here's what I want you to see. Well, our generation now is being visited. And those that embrace truth are going to receive a reward because they're going to build their life on the truth of God's word. We find that in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, which we, we've invested some time in studying that, where he said about laying the foundation and, and every man take heed how he builds on it. Okay? And he tells us why. Because the day, the day of visitation, is going to try every man's work. And it will be tried by fire. If any man's work is, is, is uh, not consumed by the, the day of fire, then guess what? He receives a reward. But if, if, if a man's work is tried by fire and it's consumed, that man can be saved, but by fire. What does that mean? That means the day of fire burned up all the junk that is, is built on anything but having a relationship with Jesus. Okay? And so he, that's where we're at. God is demolishing things that we thought that we convinced ourselves of that were of God that were not of God. In other words, this has been the attitude. The attitude of many people have been that going to church is really about trying to get God to bless me. And I, I presented my life to God, and now I want to get Him to bless me. And, and I want Him to bless what I'm doing is the best way I know how to put it. And in other words, I want, I'm coming to church to learn how to get God to bless what I'm doing. When in reality, God says, I want you to do what, I, what I'm doing. In other words, I want you to do what I told you to do. And in doing what I told you to do from my word, doing the truth, the doing of truth is already blessed. In other words, God has told us what to do. And when we do what God tells us to do by embracing a relationship with him, then we already live the blessed life. And then when the day of fire comes, the day of, we could say, recompense, the day of reward or recompense comes, then we, we, we're, we're blessed. We're blessed because we're, we've been doing what God tells us to do. We don't do things because there's a trend going on. We don't do things because everybody else is doing it. We're doing it because we have a relationship with Jesus. And that relationship is superior to anything that we could ever ask, think, do, desire. Uh, it's superior to any other relationship even. Okay? And when you make that decision, that's making Jesus the Lord of your life. And in making Jesus the Lord of your life there's going to come a recompense. Now, 
People will put the recompense or the judgment, if you would, strictly off until after we die. When we die, we're going to stand before God. Well, that's true. That, that is very true. But there are some scriptures that indicate that there is a recompense or a reward in the earth. Let me give you one found in the book of Psalms, for example. In the book of Psalms, chapter number 58. And this is just one of many. I'm just going to take this one for time's sake. But in, in chapter 58 of the book of Psalms, and we see in verse 11, so, so that, um, well, let's look at verse 10. The righteous shall rejoice when he seeth the vengeance. Okay. He shall wash his feet in the blood of the wicked. In other words, when the wicked's had the upper hand, the righteous are going to see the day of vengeance upon the wicked. In verse number 11, so that a man shall say, verily there is a reward or fruit, if you would, for the righteous. Verily he is a God that judgeth, watch this, in the earth. Now when we say of judgment, we're, we're, everybody thinks of judgment as, as a sentence. No, sometimes God judges in favor. Judgment is also in the favor of the righteous. Okay? And judgment is against the wicked at the same time. So we see, for example, some of the bogus, and I'm, I'm just going to be straight out with you, some of the bogus things that have been done to the former president. Some of the bo so some of the things that are being done in in uh, uh, Georgia right now, with Fannie Willis and 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 all of them, Fannie Willis, I guess is how you say it. Uh, prosecutor, it's falling apart. Why is that? Because the day is judging it. God has looked down, and He says, "No, that's not going to happen." They, they're setting these traps for the former president. And, and, and you say, well, are you for or against? No, I'm, I'm, it's, it's not about that. If that's what you're looking at, that I am trying to promote a politician now, you're missing it. That's not what I'm doing. What I'm trying to do is give you understanding. You need to study this and look at it. They, God is bringing to light... The day shall declare it. That's what 1 Corinthians chapter 3 says. The day shall declare it. And it's going to be tried by fire. And what is God burning up? He's burning up all the lies that people have believed or spoken about this situation. And he's bringing the truth to light. And, and, and at the same time, it will be a judgment against the wicked. It will be a judgment for the righteous. Do you understand what I'm saying? And we see that that's falling apart. And we see that there's been violations of the law. And, and, and you're, you just watch. Watch it unfold. Just take it as an example. Watch it unfold. That's going to come back to bite them. And we've already seen, seen it happen. But the judgment is that God's going to lay down the gavel from heaven. Because these people did not discern the truth that was before them. 
And so they manipulated the situation. And now God says, the trap that you have set for the president is going to come, former president is going to come back and you're going to, you're, it's just like Haman uh, and, and it set the gallows for Mordecai. He was hung on those very gallows, okay? <laughs> it's just like uh, the, 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 the guys that set the trap for Daniel to be thrown in the lion's den. Daniel came out of the lion's den, and guess what? They were thrown in the lion's den and instead, and they died. That's exactly where we're at. That's what I want you to see. That's, and this is an exciting time. Not that we, we relish that the enemy, that, that people have fallen prey to the lies of the devil, but you've got to understand, people are selling out to lies. They're selling their soul to the devil. They're selling their soul to go against God and what's right and just and true. And God is bringing this to light and he's saying, I'm going to bring, I've come down to visit. God is visiting planet Earth right now. What you're seeing, God is visiting. Okay? And you're going to see it in this year's elections. And you're going to see it in, in, the, in the years to come, how God is going to bring back this nation to where it's supposed to be. This is, this is, in, this is in the process. And we've had to go through all of this turmoil because God had to, had to absolutely burn. The day is declared. He's had to burn this stuff out of the way. That's why it's so important that you and I have a relationship with Jesus. Well, first of all, it's important to have a relationship with Jesus all the time. But it's very important during these times of visitation. That's what happened in the book of Luke chapter number 19, when he looked at Jerusalem. He said, Jerusalem, in the book of John, I believe it is, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how often would I have gathered you as a hen gathered his brood, but you would not, you wouldn't do it. So God's long-suffering, giving people opportunity, and now's the time that we need to, we don't have much time left because uh, chips are, if you could say it this way, the chips are falling where they may. Why is that? Because we're living in a day of visitation. Now, with that thought in mind, as a believer, we've got to be like it says in the book of Hebrews. And I want to go in closing for today. In the book of Hebrews, it tells us, let me get there, <laughs> chapter 10. He tells us that, <clears throat> he, he says right here, he said in verse 34, I'm going to read this quickly. I wanted to go back up uh, early, but we don't have the time. So let's look here at verse 34. For you had compassion on me and my bonds, Paul was, uh, I mean the writer was saying, and took joyfully the spoiling of your goods, the confiscation of your goods, in yourselves that you have in heaven, you know, in knowing in yourselves you have in heaven, and that's the heavenly realm, a better and an enduring substance. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. Did you get that? Great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience 
after you have done the will of God, that you might receive the promise. I remember when I was a young man, and much younger than I am now, uh, probably in my early 20s, we had a lady in the church named Sister Gilbert. And Sister Gilbert was a darling soul. And this uh, older lady, she was a minister's wife, and her husband had passed on, and she was here helping my parents, my mom and dad, pastor the, and pastoring the church here. She was a helper. Anyway, she'd always greet me, and she would say this to me as a young man. She'd say, Brother Ronnie, I was praying for you the other day, and the Lord gave a word to me for you, that you have need of patience. After you have re done the will of God, you might receive the promise. So don't cast away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. All right? And, she, and if she told me that one time, she must have told me that a hundred times in greeting me. That same verse of Scripture. Sometimes we get impatient and we lack endurance. We're enduring these things. These things are we're enduring. Believers can endure. Why? Because they have a trial of their faith and the trying of that faith worketh patience. It works an endurance in you. And in, in, in working that endurance, we're enduring these things. And they have to be brought to light. Uh, we're not moved by the situation because we have a relationship with the truth. And we know that truth will not only prevail, but truth will reveal at the same time. And God is visiting us with the spirit of truth in this generation. That's why we embrace truth. That's why we... we we, as individuals, we examine ourselves with the Word of God and we let the Word of God correct us. We let the Word of God uh, rebuke us if necessary so that we can understand that we don't want the influence of the world interfering with our relationship with the truth. We're not going to follow the fashions of the day or go the way of the world because we're letting the Word of God Keep us in the straight and narrow, if you would, to where we're not committing adultery, if you would, spiritual adultery with the world. We're not trying to uh, do our own thing and, and trying to get God obligated to bless it. God's not obligated to bless that. He said, this is the way, walk ye in it. And as you walk in your relationship with Jesus and letting his word correct you, form you, transform you, then that is, that's the life that's blessed. You don't have to try to manipulate God to bless you. You do what the Word of God says do. You, you follow Jesus and develop your relationship with Him, and that life is the blessed life. There's only a cursed life and a blessed life. Let's put it that way. Okay? And you, that's why we want you to have a relationship with Jesus. And if you don't, if you don't know Jesus... I'm talking about having a relationship with him. I'm not saying you haven't been to church before. I'm talking about having a relationship with him. If you don't know him, today is your day. Quit searching. Today, I declare your search is over. When you, when you, know, when you meet Jesus, your search will be over. All right? And I'm going to pray for you right now. And as I do, open up your heart and say, Jesus, come into my life. Father, I thank you for every person that you've drawn here today for us to share with the word of truth. I thank you, Father, as they open their heart. Jesus, I thank you that you will come in 
and begin to work in their life, transforming them, help them to embrace their relationship with you and crown you Lord of their lives. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Now, if you prayed that prayer with me and you agreed with it, I want you to go to media at omegachurch.com. That's media at omegachurch.com and tell us that you made Jesus the Lord of your life and we'll send you material to help to establish you in this relationship with Jesus. Thank you so much for joining with us today. Until tomorrow, God bless.